This is Jim Minns, Communications Officer with the PSA. On the podcast this week... We're coming today from University of New South Wales and I've never seen this campus like this. It is a ghost town. We look at the implications of the COVID-19 pandemic on the university sector, Australia's third largest export. CPSU New South Wales State Branch Assistant Secretary Troy Wright and I were on campus at the University of New South Wales recently to comment on the impacts to the university sector and our membership. In the following discussion, Troy informs us of the federal government's response to the university sector and what the union plans to do to make sure members remain employed during the crisis. To maintain compliance with the amendments to the Public Health Act 2010 dealing with the COVID-19 restrictions, we conducted this under Part 2, Section 2B. How has the university sector been affected by the coronavirus outbreak? Look, among our membership at the CPSU, there's probably isn't an area of our membership that's been so adversely affected as those working in tertiary education. Um, the challenges for our members working in tertiary education and the tertiary education sector as a whole are unique and terrifying. Um, what's happened is effectively the overseas student market has stopped overnight. It stopped early, a couple of weeks ago effectively, when travel bans were put in place. Um, what we are being told now and what we're reading is that that, travel, that overseas student market has been a massive percentage of university both enrolment numbers and income. Um, the tertiary education sector is estimated to be about a quarter of its incomes disappeared through the loss of overseas students. The projections are this isn't going to get better this semester, next semester or even next year. Um, it's a shortfall of approximately between three and four and a half billion across universities across the country. And let's remember universities and tertiary education is Australia's third largest export. Um, so it's got massive effects not just for the tertiary education sector but for the country as a whole. When were the first inklings that um, there was a major risk to workers in, uni in the university sector? I think our members picked up on it immediately as soon as there was a travel ban from China that came into place. Our members were contacting our delegates and our delegates were contacting us saying, hey, this is going to have a huge impact. We've got a lot of students that come from China and from Southeast Asia generally, and if they're stopped, that's going to make an issue. And then the travel bans unfolded and the international student market dried up and people are leaving. So our members have witnessed it firsthand. Uh, they're already seeing it. And, you know, uh, we, we, we're coming today from University of New South Wales and I've never seen this campus like this. Yeah. This is a small microism of the entire uh, crisis that's confronting the sector. Yep. Um, it, it is a ghost town Completely and empty. universities are never a ghost town. The issue flowing out of that as well is the domestic student market's being hit as well. A lot of kids are saying, well, why be at university this year? Everything's going to be delivered online. I can't go to campus. I can't be involved in campus life. If I wanted to study online, that option was always available. So there's a, there's a down, downward trend on domestic enrolments as well. Yeah. Um, so like I said, like, you know, the, 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 the impacts of COVID-19 are felt right through our membership, all through the public sector, but in different ways. But the university sector for us is a real concern because it's impacting demand. Yeah. A lot of our other services that are provided by other members aren't affected by demand, 
they're in demand as much as ever. You know, we still need child protection officers. There's still reports of children in care. There's, there, we've still got our people in prisons. The schools are still open. Our members are working there. The national parks are still there. We still need all those services. Universities are being whacked with demand. And when demand stops, then of course there's going to be budgetary impacts. And that's our concern going forward. How has the government responded to this? Look, they've made an announcement of a specific stimulus package over the Easter break, on Easter Sunday. I think it's a very curious day to sort of make those sorts of announcements. It's usually a sort of a take out the trash day when you don't want too much scrutiny of it. The package is approximately 18 billion, I understand, or we understand, and uh, it's aimed at stimulating or, or encouraging and, and, and underwriting, if you like, the domestic student enrolments. Nothing can be done about the international student enrolments. Um, and uh, look, we'll have to wait to see where the rubber hits the road with that. Um, but certainly the Universities of Australia, which is the peak body for tertiary educators in this country, are already saying it's not enough, it's not the right way. Um, basically, uh, the concern is that the whole left by the departure of the international student market is so big that it's going to impact universities in a very profound and very serious way. Our members need to know that we are there and we are going to be approaching both the Peak Body Universities Australia today, we've written to them today, to say, hey, if there's some sort of sector-wide proposal you have, let us be at the table and hear it and, and be part of developing it. Secondly, we will be going university by university to examine the impacts, have the university table the impacts and look at what can be done. Our number one priority has to be this, it has to be the preservation of permanent full-time work. Those people employed at the universities have to be kept on because we keep talking about coming over the other side of the hump or the end of the tunnel or whatever other mixed metaphor wants to be used. But it's absolutely essential that universities can still function the way they functioned before this crisis, after this crisis. And the only way to do that is keep our members employed. So we have to examine every possible way that keeps our members employed. So we want to explore every other option other than the redundancy option. We want to be looking at what other contingencies universities have, be at the table and consulting with them about how they can raise revenue other ways, how they can sell assets, how they can reform uh, sort of their delivery of programs and education. Um, they should be looking at things like casual labour, they should be looking at travel, they should be looking at internal expenses, but looking at permanent full-time employment or permanent employment, which the majority of our members are, that should be the absolute last option. The jobs that are in the tertiary education sector that our members perform are essential. They're needed before this crisis, they're needed during this crisis, and they're needed after this crisis. So as your union, again, we're here for you. Please don't hesitate to contact us. Our delegate network's here for you. We're meeting every week, and we're trying to be in front of this issue rather than behind it. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again and you'll hear from us next week.